0: Welcome to day three hundred and forty-six of Shaped by the Word. I'm Paul Camp here with uh, Katie Kresky, David Keefe, and Matt Kresky, and uh, we continue through uh, John's uh, John's letters. We kind of ended yesterday's podcast talking about how warmly you know John felt about uh, the church and how uh, his church was facing the churches that he was associated with were facing challenges just like the churches that we've been a part of. Uh, and here when we come to this third installment, we, we, we kind of see the tension between, you know, two leaders. Uh, one who is, in uh, you know, a very gracious in extending the gospel and the hospitality of the gospel to others. And one who loves to be first and is so a little bit less gracious. And so you see some of the tension in, in the church uh, that we talked about uh, yesterday. So before we read this very short, this is probably the shortest reading we'll have um, in the entire year. Uh, before we read this very short letter, let's uh, pause and offer this moment uh, to the Lord, Father. Thank you for Your Word, the beauty of Your Word. We thank you that Your Word is living and active, sharper than any double-edged sword, that it does penetrate, you know, and divide uh, soul from spirit, joint from marrow. And Father, we, we, we pray that your word would comfort us where we need comfort and pray that it would uh, make us uncomfortable when we need to be uncomfortable. We thank you for the work of your spirit to do both and to do those so effectively. Uh, we thank you that you know exactly what we need before we even ask you. And so, Father, we pray that you would meet us in this moment and that you would uh, meet our deepest needs through your spirit and your word. So we may be conformed to the image of your son and and be the people you have called us and redeemed us to be. We do thank you, as John has pointed out, you haven't left us as orphans in that task, but you've sent someone to walk us beside us, and that you yourself are with us. It's in your name we pray. Amen. Mm -hmm. Third John, the elder to my dear friend Gaius and my love in truth. Dear friend, I pray that you may enjoy good health and that all may go well with you even as your soul is getting along well. Gave me great joy when some believers came and testified about your faithfulness to the truth, telling how you continue to walk in it. I have no greater joy than to hear my children are walking in the truth. Dear friend, you are faithful in what you are doing for the brothers and sisters, even though they are strangers to you. They have told the church about your love. "'send them on their way in a manner that honors God. "'It was for the sake of the name that they went out, "'receiving no help from the pagans. "'We ought, therefore, to show hospitality to such people "'so that we may work together for the truth. "'I wrote to the church, but Diatrophes, "'who loves to be first, will not welcome us. "'So when I come, I will call attention to what he is doing, "'spreading malicious nonsense about us. "'Not satisfied with that, he even refuses to welcome other believers.' He also stops those who want to do so and puts them out of the church. Dear friend, do not imitate what is evil, but what is good. Anyone who does what is good is from God. Anyone who does what is evil has not seen God. Demetrius is well spoken of by everyone and even by the truth itself. We also speak well of him, and you know that our testimony is true. I have much to write to you, but I do not want to do so with pen and ink. I hope to see you soon, and we'll talk face to face peace to you the friends here send their greetings greet the friends there by name how fun yeah again uh, you know one of the things is very clear you know in in John's gospel uh, again he identifies himself you know as, as, as the elder uh, a rich elder statesman who has no doubt been you know uh, transformed by uh, grace, you know, long contemplation of the beauty of uh, of the gospel and how deeply he uh, loves the church, but how deeply he loves the individuals in the church. So mm-hmm. it's not just a you know kind of a, a- amorphous mm-hmm. love with an idea, but with you know the individuals that are involved. And we see you know two encouraging individuals mm-hmm. and one you know very discouraging individual. And so we are introduced into. Uh, the messiness and the ragged edges you know, of the church that we talked about a little bit yesterday.
1: So is Diotrephes, or however you pronounce that. No, that's as good as any, yeah. yeah we'll um, take it. Is he? He's a part of the church? Is he a part of the leadership of the church? I don't Maybe really know. Maybe not for
0: long. You know, probably, you know. <laughs> whatever he's doing, he's talking nonsense. <laughs> yeah, he's <laughs> yeah. ever. No, uh, you know. The, the idea that comes to mind is he is leaders of one of the house churches, an influential leader, you know, probably among a network of house, you know, house churches. Mm-hmm. And so he's, you know, he's in a position uh, where not only he is not showing hospitality, but he's limiting others' ability to show hospitality, mm-hmm. you know, as well. So it, it's hard to, you know, hard to fully imagine, you know, what's going on. But that's kind of the picture we get of the earliest church. This is a series of house churches, and you would have an individual – elder you know over you know each of the house churches and there was a sense of unity among those churches as well we don't have you know full description of that so we just have impressions and of what that looks like so he was probably you know one uh he was a leader of a you know of a a house
2: church Mm -hmm. and i love how in verse 11 you know he says you know dear friends don't imitate what is evil but what is good and then he shows us what that looks like right above that you know as he speaks of Gaius and how he has shown hospitality and, and served the church and, and even served these strangers so well. And then dial Trephis, so I forget how we said it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll let Katie say it. And uh, how he he's done this in a more evil way. You've got to get the S. you do, this get the first letter and the last yeah, letter. Yeah, right. you tell me. Y'all need and to learn to read like yeah.
1: students when you get a student you're like, hey, can you read these? Like a genealogy. Let's call him like, like, Dio. Yeah, it's no, Dio or D-man. D-money. Yeah. Like, D-money. D- uh,
2: but he gives us some examples of what this looks like, Th- thank even you for, in the short letter. <laughs>
1: thank you for that insight, Matt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we we so student appreciate ministry that. ministry hack. We,
0: we probably should do the whole, whole podcast on how to do names. <laughs> uh, and, uh, you, you have to also recognize kind of the tension, you know, that's taking place. Uh, you know, in 2 John, uh, you know, he warns, you know, he warns the church, you know, not to welcome false teachers and show hospitality to them in in such a way that it looks like you know that you're endorsing you know their teaching here you know in third john he's he's commending gas because you have welcomed those who are true to the gospel and and so you have this you, you have this tension of you know how you deal with those who are false, and how you deal with those that are true. And obviously, you, you love those that are false, and you you show them a degree of hospitality, but not to such degree that you you know, fully endorse them. And of course, those are true. You open up everything you are and everything that you have to them, and that's you know that's what uh, you know Gaius is doing and what Gaius mm-hmm. has been known for you know, for how well, you know, that he loves the truth, even though they are strangers. And, of course, that's the biblical word for hospitality is to love a stranger, to love someone you don't know and to open yourself up to them and and to give to them, you know, grace. Diatrophies, because he he likes to be first, doesn't want anybody else here who might have a great insight into the gospel. He's he's a little bit insecure, you know, Mm -hmm. with other leaders, wants to be in control of everything, wants to use the gospel you know toward his own ends mm-hmm. paul could rejoice in that he said you know there are those who preach the gospel you know when he's in prison in rome you know by false motives uh you know hoping to cause pain for me but anyway i rejoice that christ has <laughs> preached mm-hmm. and, and so that there you know again you have the mixed uh the mixed media you know in the, in the church a true gospel with false leaders false leaders with a false gospel mm-hmm. and, uh, and a for, you know, room for great care and of course th- that is the need you know that we have to devote ourselves to you know knowing you know knowing the word and uh, you know knowing you know true from you know false
1: I think it's helpful for us to see that this is nothing new we experience that today we see it in in media we see it especially to our uh, because of our access to the news and information all around the country and the world That's like right. we see
0: and it diatrophies instagram must have yeah been i mean a lot of a lot of, yeah. photo, a lot of exactly. photos of himself he's always adding people yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> we do see it like yeah. everywhere and i think it's really easy for us to be like what is going on but i mean we see it here too we see it happening yeah. what were you gonna say Honestly, i think we have to also see it in our own hearts i mean you know it's easy to to read these to read a statement like Who loves to be first, mm-hmm. and to think, well, I know a lot of people who love to be first, and mm-hmm. not to realize that every in every single one of us, there's something welling up in our own hearts. Because uh, we saw this even in the disciples. I think of all the conversations that Jesus would have had around this. Mm-hmm. You know, Looting the first John? will be last, and John and his <laughs> brothers arguing, and you know, hey, who's going to sit at your right hand, and and you have all these arguments trying to figure out who's going to be the greatest among wow. you. Wow, am
0: gracious of you to bring an early instant in John's life <laughs> yeah, yeah. up toward he was you, really toward, young, the, young, end man. Man. Of, toward yeah. the end of his life. Yeah. <laughs> After, yeah. after much and, grace yeah and just um,
1: you know thinking through this poignant statement who loves to be first mixed with kind of Paul or Paul John's call to love one another yeah. and the way he, we love one another is the laying down of our lives the, the sacrifice the kind of the antidote of those who love to be first is the the deliberate laying down and sacrificing of yourself I mean you can't be first if you're constantly sacrificing yourself and of
0: course when you know John uh, and his brother, you know wanted to you know wanted to be first you know what did jesus tell him? whoever you know, he grabbed a little child and he said you have to become like this you have to become the least and many who are first will be last and many who are last you know will will be you know will be first mm-hmm. uh, and again we need to know you know coming back from you know first john and second john and of course you know, the gospel of john that this is a supernatural work of the holy spirit that comes from you know, being connected or abiding in or remaining mm-hmm. in Christ uh, this is not who we are in the flesh we all we all want to be first mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I
1: know. Yeah. and he captures that theme too again of, of walking in truth you know at the very beginning it gave me great joy when some believers came and testified about your faithfulness to the truth telling how you continue to walk in it yeah, you know, that's the, the mark of the Christian life is not those that receive truth one time and then live however they want to. We get an example of what that might look like later, in, right? But this is a, a continuing to walk in the truth, a continuing to abide in Him, following Christ. You know, that that is that this is what the Christian life looks like. And I love again this emphasis from John on it gave me great joy. Mm-hmm. You yeah, what what a beautiful I have departure. no greater
0: joy, and to hear that my children. Uh, you know, uh, in, in Second John, he's talking about uh, your children, in other words, those that are part of your church and your ministry, you know, that he may not have had a direct influence, you know, over. But here, you know, here is Gaius, obviously, yeah. as someone uh, he has had an influence on. And he said that delights, mm-hmm. you know, the people are talking about your love and your hospitality. Uh, you know, not so much your theology, but your your love and your hospitality and how you um, mm-hmm. how you love the saints.
1: Mm-hmm. It's all good. (laughs) It is
0: all good. And David, why don't you close us with a word of prayer? Yeah, let's pray.
2: Father, we thank you so much um, for the words we got to read today. Um, We thank you for John and and his heart to pour into Gaius and for Gaius' deep love for your church and his deep hospitality, even for strangers and how they partner together for the truth. Um, We love seeing these images and We ask that we would see more and more of that here at our church and at many other churches um, in our state and across the globe. Father, may you continue to do this deep work of of joining people together in gospel partnership um, for your glory and our joy. We pray that you would do this all um, in the name of Christ. Amen.